Welcome to Living Light Radio with your host, Ranbir Poir. That's me, where we'll give you a dose of inspiration, application, and adaptation every single week so you can embrace the light of your life and live the life of your dreams. I hope you'll join us every Friday. Welcome back. Last week, I started a conversation about yelling and it was only meant to be a one post thing. And my plan was to share a number of tools with you in a free webinar that I'm hosting next week on how to raise your words, not your voice, which is going to be on November 19th. To sign up for that, go to our website, www.freewithin.me forward slash respect. And you'll see the link in the show notes for today to register for that free class. Um, but I received so many messages um, all through the week up until even this morning where people were saying either they're having problems with their communication style or with the communication in their homes, or maybe it's um, an aunt, an uncle, a sibling I heard about as well that is struggling with yelling and they can't get it under control. So because it's so important uh, to our listeners and our readers, I am revisiting the topic this week. And you know that each of us has different core beliefs. Um, it's important to recognize that we all do have different core beliefs. One of mine core beliefs is that there's nothing more important to relationships than communication. And that's verbal and nonverbal communication. Nothing to me is more important. It's the matter to me. It doesn't matter if you're eight or 80. And I shared that last week. I think that communication is the backbone of all relationships. I also feel that communication is one of the biggest struggles people face. If we could communicate clearly and openly, oh my goodness, what a different world we would live in. And we all know that the struggle uh, today is amplified because much of our communication is digital and it lacks the essential delivery that comes with face-to-face -face dialogue or even a phone call. Because like I said, if you read this post or you listen to this post, you're going to get two different messages or feelings from it. Because one, I get to share with you the emphasis on certain words and my passion and others, you get to interpret it with your own perspective and it'll sit differently with you. So you have to remember, most communication is nonverbal. Like sometimes when you walk into a room and you can feel the coldness, you know, you can feel somebody giving you the stink eye or something. You can feel it. And last week I used the example of how an eye roll speaks volumes, right? It's the, it's just important to recognize it's powerful, but it's also communication is also the best way to create change is um is so if you want to create massive change in your life it, you focus on communication and in order to create change you actually need to know what you're working with and the way to start that is by focusing on this question what's at the root of your communication in my experience as a coach and as a human the pattern that i've uncovered is that it all starts with your inner dialogue your self image that's your foundation if the relationships in your life feel cracked, then I would argue so is the foundation on which you are trying to build them. And I know, I know I should say that in a softer way, but I'm being direct intentionally to make a point. It's important. And what I mean by this is that your inner dialogue dictates how you communicate with others. 
If you communicate aggressively with others, there is no doubt in my mind that you are very hard on yourself, whether you're ready to admit that today or not. It's just that's another story. If you've lost touch with your inner voice, and don't worry, this is so common, then you can quickly audit it and what it sounds like by listening how you speak to your loved ones. That's very specific. Sometimes stress can become blinding, and this audit can be your only real clue to your inner dialogue. As you may recall, I shared a series on inner dialogue which was focusing on the three gates of communication. Surrender and I wrote those posts in the summer and we focused on these, these three gates. And it says, before you speak, let your words pass through these three gates. Ask yourself, is it true? Is it kind? And is it necessary? And the focus was on your internal dialogue. Let your internal dialogue pass through those three gates before you allow yourself to accept those words, right? They have to be true, kind, and necessary. And so if you're struggling with respectful communication, internal or external, in fact, you can go back and read that series of posts. I've put a link to them in the show notes. Like I said, you can find those at www.freewithin.me forward slash respect. You can get the show notes there or the notes to those that series there, pardon me. But one of the most important takeaways from that series, if you're a yeller, is this. When you speak to yourself with respect, it's impossible to be unkind to others. Let me repeat. When you speak to yourself with respect, it's impossible to be unkind to others. Whether when you yell, it's unkind because it includes berating and put downs. It's not just a raised voice. So you know that there's some stuff like that going on in your internal dialogue as well. I can attest to that. I can recall so many times in my life when I had been incredibly unkind to myself, judging myself, putting myself down, trying to convince myself that I'm not worthy of love or success. I can also assure you that my communication with others matched that inner dialogue. I spent a great deal of my time in judgment of others because I judged myself so harshly. I treated them as poorly as I treated myself. Well, at least the people closest to my heart. We rarely, rarely dish that type of unfiltered communication out to acquaintances, friends, or clients. You know, we save that for the ones that love us most, right? So when this internal kindness becomes a habit, it will completely color how you see each and every one of your cohabitants on this planet. It really, really, truly does. So think about this. Have you ever been unkind to someone else and then realized you had been unkind only because you thought they were thinking something else? AKA misunderstanding. It's not only the most significant cause of interpersonal conflicts, but as I mentioned in a post a while ago, it's also the greatest conflict between countries. So if you're at a point where you are conditioned to yell in order to communicate with your loved ones, it's often a sign that you're not addressing your emotional needs in a productive way. And focusing on communicating what you need and not what you think you want is important in those situations. In fact, in many ways, yelling is a form of binging. You try to restrain yourself. I know you do. But then there's the straw that broke the camel's back and you freak out and then you feel bad and you may regret it. And then you try to restrain yourself again and then you freak out again and it goes on and on. Raise your hand 
if you can connect to that. As a coach, I have so much compassion for you. I really do. And I also have compassion for the person being yelled at. I used to be that person that got yelled at so I can relate to that on a very deep level. I'm very loud, but I'm not someone that yells only because of what I've already experienced in my own life. Um, I just uh, tend not to do that because it hurt me a lot. So when you yell, you do have to accept that you're not taking the emotional well-being of the person you're yelling at into consideration. I think that's uh, something you can just sit with and accept, not punch yourself uh, or beat yourself up over, you know, like just it's, it's something uh, along the lines of acceptance. You may think that your yelling will change them. That'll make them see your point because it's their fault. They never listen to you. You've been trying to tell them and then there's a but, 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 they never listen, da, 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 da. And there's so many buts. There's so many excuses for you trying to put your baggage on another human being. And when I say that, I'm definitely not saying that the person you're yelling at is absolved of their responsibility in the situation. Because quite frankly, they, you know, usually there's, there's two sides to every story, right? All I'm saying is that why do that to you? You don't deserve that. You don't need to be in a situation where you need to be yelling in order to communicate your point of view. You don't need to be putting yourself down in that way. What I'm saying is that you're always responsible for how you react to everything in your life, good or bad. So let's do a quick exercise. Take a moment and answer these questions truthfully because no one else is going to see your answers. So don't worry about it. Please don't do these exercises if you're driving a motorized vehicle. Do them later. Okay. Um, press pause when uh, after each question and write down your answers and then press play again and keep listening. Okay. Question number one. What good has come from your yelling? And I really want you to answer that honestly. Question number two. Has it fixed how you communicate with the person that you yell at? Has it repaired your relationship? Number three, have you simply established dominance over the person you yell at? If so, how does that make you feel? Those are your three questions. Being truthful here will help you see what your internal programming looks like. It'll help you see if you need to establish control in relationships. And if you do need to do that, why? from my experience as a coach, the need for control is usually a protective mechanism. It's a little bit of a coat of armor, no? It's to keep your heart safe. So ask yourself this, what am I afraid of? Remember, your inner life is the one and only foundational pillar of happiness in your life. The underlying theme being that happiness is 100% internally generated. I shared the following tips in a post called As You Wish. And these tips are also applicable in improving your communication with others, especially if you have a habit, have a habit of yelling. Ooh, tongue twister there. Oh my. Anyway, try these for the next seven days and let me know how it goes for you. I really like getting your feedback and your comments. And I know you guys love to share that with me and I appreciate that. Thank you so much. So here are the exercises do the following when you are about to talk to somebody. Number one, remind yourself this. I am not a mind reader and I have misjudged people many times before. I will not let my own opinion color facts in a pessimistic or negative way. Number two, 
I'll trust others and put a positive spin on what my imagination is telling me about the person. And number three, such a good one, number three. I'll smile as often as possible throughout the day, especially when I'm talking to someone, even if I'm talking on the phone. Number three is huge because when you change your physiology, when you put that smile on, it really tells your brain that you're, it's okay, you're good, you're happy, you're joyful. Then joy follows. I promise you, I had to do that myself. I had to practice that and it works. As I mentioned last week, this forum is a great place to share some ideas, but it doesn't give us a chance to dive into a deep discussion for me to answer your questions. And that's why I'm hosting a free class called Raise Your Words, Not Your Voice next week. Sign up for that is going to be in the show notes and just click through to get that. And it's free and uh, we can overhaul your family's communication style. I, I know we can. And even if you're not the person that does the yelling, I think you'll find this helpful. So make sure you go ahead and sign up and please don't forget to share this podcast with anyone you think that will find it helpful. And please do make sure to share the registration for the webinar next week with anyone you think that can help uh, that needs help with it. And I appreciate your support as always with so much love. Thank you. And I have so much gratitude for you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thanks for tuning in today. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to visit our site, www.freewithin.me. Talk to you next week.